welcome to Mind Body Yay. Thank you for landing here. This is the place to come to refuel your vibe and nourish your mind, body, and energy. I am Kate Zukas. I am your host and wellbeing guide for this podcast. I am a mind body business leader, yoga and meditation teacher, and mindfulness and self care coach. I am so excited to be holding this space for you to nourish yourself in this podcast. The goal of Mind Body Yay is to provide awareness, education, and practices to help you nourish your mind, body, and soul, to help you uplift your energy and ultimately invite the good into your life. This is what I call a high vibe podcast. It's all about raising ourselves to focus on the good and to do good for ourselves and others. So let's get those positive vibes flowing and get started with today's podcast. So thank you for joining me today in this podcast and a very happy new year to you. It is the start of a new year. It's the start of 2023. And so I want this podcast to be on what are some of the healthy habits that you can bring in to 2023. So I will share with you five well-being habits that I am personally bringing in to this year. So these habits include mind, body and soul practices to focus on my overall well-being and self-care. So get yourself a cuppa if you can, relax, take a deep breath and let's kick off with the number one healthy habit that I am bringing in to 2023. So let's get started by starting our day right. So for me, this is one of the habits that I started in 2022. And I started this habit uh, after listening to a Jay Shetty podcast. Uh, uh, and I think he talks about it a lot um, in a lot of his interviews as well with starting your day right. So for me, it was a huge um, aha moment um, listening to Jay Shetty when he was talking about making sure you look after your own well-being in the morning before you start looking after everyone else or before you start work. So make sure that you put self-care into your morning routine. And that's going to look different for all of us. But for me, um, for someone that gets up normally, looks after kids, um, and then goes straight um, into work. So basically, as soon as I wake up, um, you're servicing everyone else straight away. Um, and so then even by the time I got to work, um, I would just not even focus on myself before that. I would just get straight into my work practice. Uh, so this was really eye-opening um, for me. Uh, so I started to to focus on my well-being in the morning and think about, well, what do I need in the mornings and how can I start my day right to look after myself before I start looking after everyone else? So I've also got two children. So some of this um, is not done in, in you know, in an order, um, but this is what I include in my morning routine. And this is what I'm going to do to start my day right um, in this year and what I'm bringing into this year. So as most of you know, if you've been listening um, to me um, and, and following my Instagram, 
you will know that I have a green smoothie every morning. So that is something that I have started and something that is a regular practice for me. So I normally kind of start to batch cook some and make these green smoothies as well. Uh, so it does make my mornings um, a little easier from, from that perspective. You don't have to make it every morning. But I have a green smoothie and this not only nourishes my physical body um, and I also have put a lot of water in it as well. So there's a lot of um, fruit, vegetables. Um, I put uh, chia seeds um, as well as a green powder um, and lots of other kind of good stuff in it. Um, and I have that um, with a lot of water in it as well. So it's really hydrating um, for the morning. So that is my green smoothie that I have every day. And I spend most of the morning drinking that as well. And it is also what I use to help ground myself into the day as well. So I've used, also use it as a reminder to keep myself grounded. So it's not only just nourishing my physical body, but it's also nourishing my mind as well. So that's what I do to start my day. Other things that I do nearly every day and that I've started to do and I want to make a commit, commitment that I'm going to continue this habit is when I wake up in the morning, I focus on gratitude. So rather than grabbing my phone, which is what I previously did focus on you know I try to focus on gratitude what are a few things I'm grateful for what is that what's my intention for the day um, what are some affirmations that I just repeat to myself so easing myself into that day and I can do that as soon as I wake up and then I also do some breathing exercises some really basic breathing exercises so it may just be three deep breaths in three deep belly breaths right so that's what I do in the morning and all of this doesn't take very long either so it's not very labor intensive but it's what I do to help me focus on myself and start my day right so I'm also launching a course on five breathing practices to create calm um, so if you need any help um with getting started with your own breathing practices. Um, I give you five breathing practices in my new course. So it's now live on my website. So if you jump over to katezukasco.com, um, you can um, have a look at the course uh, there as well. So breathing exercises are a fantastic way to help just refuel your energy and focus on yourself and also balance your mental and physical body as well. So the other thing I do in the morning so that I started doing last year that I'm going to continue doing because I find it amazing is cold showers. So before you jump off this podcast, it is amazing. I'm not telling you you have to have your whole shower in the morning as a cold shower. What I normally do is just um, the last minute of my shower. So I start off with a hot shower and then I turn about the last minute, I turn it down to cold. Um, and I have found that it is something that really does help, um, obviously helps wake you up in the morning, but it helps me to be present, um, helps me to be focused. I feel so invigorated when I get out of the shower in the morning. So that is definitely something that I am doing to continue um, to start my day right in the morning. So that's number one thing I'm doing and my healthy habit is starting my day right um, this year. So that is a commitment that I am making and you can start to do your own as well. So um, you think of some of the things that you may want to do to start your day right. And, you know, that's kind of my consistent practice that I'm doing. Some days I will add in yoga. Some days I'll add in a walk. Some days I'll add in, you know, something different. But that's, you know, what I do 
every morning to focus on myself before I, you know, get to work and start looking after everybody else. Um, and, you know, most of these things I also do while I've got children at home too. So um, it's what works for me. But other people, you might find something else that might work for you. Um, I know Hugh Jackman um, in one of the podcasts that he has done um, speaks about he wakes up in the morning and um, he reads and that's how he starts his day every morning is reading. So there's definitely a lot of different things that you can do to start your day right. Work out what you need and what makes you feel good so that you can invest in your well-being in the mornings and look after yourself before you start looking after everyone else. Oh, so, okay, that's one. Let's go on to number two. So number two for me is all about having a healthy mindset. So what does this mean? So for me, this means staying present, staying aware, mindful, grounded, and positive. So this year, my word for the year is pause. So if you haven't got yourself a word of the year yet, have a think about what is your intention for this year or what's something that's going to, you want to invite or draw into your life this year. And You know, a word is a great way to help keep you centered and to also help keep you accountable as well. So I use this word, um, you know, nearly every day. Um, You know, and last year I had um, just be was my mantra for the year. And this year it's all about pause. Uh, So for me, I'm very much someone that's go, go, go all the time. And I have to remind myself uh, to pause, to set to, to step back and to pause and sometimes it's okay if you don't have to get everything done that day you can just pause and step back and I have found that that is the word that I am drawn to this year so there is so much power in staying present and in staying aware and so that that is really what is key for my mindset So yoga, meditation and breath work are all practices that I use to help me stay mindful, present and to help balance my mind and my body. So I really have to focus on having a present and mindful mindset. Um, I otherwise I'll get caught up in my head. I get I'm very headstrong and I will just get caught up in my head. And before I know it, I will be stressed and I will be anxious and I'll be over emotional. And all of that comes because I'm just so caught up in my head and out of balance. So me being aware of my mindset and looking after my mental well-being is a huge priority. But this all starts with being aware of it. So I know how stressed I get, how anxious, how overwhelmed I can get. And I do need to pause I need to be aware of my mindset and I need to prioritize and do more practices that support my mental well-being. So that for me personally is how I look after my mental health. And other people, you know, you might have different practices or activities that you do to help keep your you have a healthy mindset. But for me, it's all about staying present and aware and also having that focus on gratitude um, and being positive. So for me, affirmations um, is a great way to help me stay positive and also surrounding myself with positive people. 
Um, you often are, you know, the product of who you hang around with too. So um, I know having positive people, having positive influences is fantastic for my own mindset and, you know, and, and really healthy as well. So healthy mindset is something that I'm bringing into 2023 and again, holding myself accountable for that. All right. So that's number two. Number three. Now this has got many, many, many components to this. So number three is about me being energy aware. And what does that mean? So this is all about how I manage my energy and I call it being energy aware. So when I say aware, it's aware of who has access to my energy. So to me, energy is one of the biggest currencies we have and something that we should really be valuing. Um, And being aware of our energy, being aware of who has access to that and choosing as well who has access to our energy is incredibly empowering and a great step into looking after your own well-being and to your own self-care. So for me, it's being really aware of who has access to my energy and also being aware of when I'm overexerting my energy. And this could be to a people, to someone, to a place or to a thing, but just being really aware of when I'm overexerting myself and putting myself out of balance. So I often talk about the energy exchange um, and when you're in balance, you know, there's an equal amount of you giving and receiving energy. So whether this is, you know, at work, um, with family, um, et cetera, but, you know, when you are in balance and, you know, if you use work for an example, um, and often this is when you're engaged um, at work is when there's a, an equal energy exchange um, and a value exchange. So you're giving your skills and your expertise and your energy, but you know, in return, you're getting paid, you're getting a great work environment, you're getting great colleagues, um, you're getting recognition, etc. So then that that value exchange is in balance. When that goes out of balance, and I'm sure we've all felt that, I know I have, um, when you're at work, when you feel like you're giving more than you're receiving, your personal level of engagement drops. Right. So being energy aware. So for me, it's being aware of when I'm starting to overexert my energy as well and when that is out of balance. So and also within this one and being energy aware, it's also about knowing when I need to refuel and recharge my energy. So knowing when I need to step away and when I need to just recharge and refuel myself so that I can, you know, continue to keep giving my energy but again that comes back to the first two points being aware who has access to my energy and choosing who has access to my energy so it's not about just going out there and giving energy to everything um i've I've done that before and that is when i get exhausted and get overwhelmed it's about choosing who has access to your energy if you look at your your energy as um a currency Um, or something that is really valuable to you, well, then you become very choosy as to who or what has access to that energy. Um, And then the last one here with being energy aware is something that I am going to do regularly this year. Um, And it's about being aware 
of when I need to clear and cleanse my energy. So I want to be regularly clearing and cleansing my energy. So, you know, every interaction we have is energy, you know, and that's science, right? Every single interaction we have, there is an energy exchange, which I mentioned before, but that's, you know, and that sometimes we get other people's energy. And if we're an empath, um, or really highly sensitive people, um, we can get a lot of other people's energy stuck in our own energy field. So for me, um, one way of managing this um, and one way of balancing my own energy and is to clear it, that out and to cleanse my energy regularly. So I am a Reiki master. So for me, that means I'm going to do a Reiki session um, and a Reiki clearing on myself um, to help clear out that energy, right? But for other people, you know, you might want to go um, and have a swim in the ocean. That's fantastic for clearing your energy. You might want to go to a boxing class and box it out or do exercise um, or other ways. Yoga is a fantastic way of moving energy. Tai Chi, um, Qigong, all of that is a fantastic way of moving energy through and out of your body. Um, you know, so, so I mean, I personally use Reiki. Um, I do yoga. Um, you know, I set in the intention to clear my energy. Um, I use a lot of salt, um, magnesium, uh, salt baths I find are amazing um, for clearing your energy. Um, and I also use sage and burn a lot of sage at home just to clear my environment. Um, I find it's great to clear me and to clear the environment I'm in. Um, just that any negative energy can just kind of move its way out. But for me, being energy aware, and this all impacts your mind, body and spirit health, um, which makes us up as who we are um, as beings. So, and we often wonder why we are so exhausted. And it's because we're energy drained. And sometimes it might be, oh, I didn't actually don't feel like I was that productive. It's like, it doesn't have to be about productivity. You could have been in a really draining meeting. You could have been with people. And we all know we work with people who are energy vampires. Um, so making sure, you know, those interactions um, are mindful interactions of you too. And, you know, protecting your energy. You know, it's one thing I didn't mention here, but, you know, protect your energy, send that intention out to, to keep your energy around you protected. Um, you know, it's one of the reasons why I use crystals a lot and dark crystals, a fantastic way to help protect your energy. So, you know, as you know, we said, there's loads of interactions we have with everyone every day. And a lot of the time we are just not aware of how we are using our energy. So being energy aware is something that I'm really, really focusing on this year for my own well-being. All right, so let's get into our soul. So this is number four. So what I'm going to do more of this year is I'm going to do more of what feeds my soul. So I've noticed that when I do things that feed my soul, I am so energized. Um, I feel full and I feel balanced and I feel like I've got a great mindset. Um, I feel emotionally well. Um, so feeding your soul is so good for you and something that is often the first to go uh, when we get so busy focusing on everyone else um, or we just get caught up in the daily grind. And then sometimes you go, oh, there's no time for us to do anything that actually um, helps feed our own souls. So feed feeding my soul is a priority. 
Uh, earlier this year, so to kick off this year, I wrote a list of all the things that feed my soul and that energize me. And I'm going to hold myself accountable to doing these practices more often. So I encourage you to do the same. Um, and, you know, and sometimes as we get older, we forget what what do I do to, that really nourishes me, that really feeds my soul, that really energizes me? Uh, you know, because we do, we, we forget. Um, and often we get so depleted by serving everyone else, we just don't prioritize it. So writing a list really helped me to be clear on what feeding my soul looks like so that I can prioritize it. So that's how I do it. And that's something that I'm going to be doing more of what feeds my soul. So I've got my list. Um, I encourage you to get your own um, list for, for what you do. And then just start to do that more often. You know, it'll bring so much joy to you. And if you don't know, you know, if you go, what feeds my soul and, and you're not sure, nothing's kind of coming to mind when I say that, you know, focus on what brings you joy. So what gives you joy? What energizes you? What do you do when you feel so energized and full inside? What are you doing? So, and make sure that you just do that more on more often. Be really clear on that. The other thing you can do to help feed your soul, and this is so highly aligned usually to your purpose. So be clear on what your purpose is um, and get involved in bringing that purpose to life. Um, in yoga, we call this our dharma. So what's our dharma? What's our life calling? What's our purpose? Um, and when you are really live your dharma, that is really when you are on your own path to happiness as well. So if you need to, you know, bring this purpose to life, um, start a side hustle, you know, join a charity or a community group or learn more, do some training in this area that you feel your purpose might be. And you'll see it'll work absolutely wonders for your well-being. So that's what I'm doing more this year is feeding my soul. Um, and then the last one, uh, number five, for what are well-being habits that I'm going to be bringing into 2023 is I'm going to be, and this kind of summarizes everything else, but prioritizing self-care and self-kindness. So what this looks like for me, and again, this looks different for everyone. So be clear on what self-care and self-kindness looks like to you. So for me, it's about investing in myself. I love investing in myself. So it's definitely something that makes me feel really good. And it is a, a huge um action of self-care and self-kindness for me. So whether that's um, taking a training course, whether it's going to a networking event um, or a webinar um, or working with, you know, kind of um, like-minded people, um, investing in myself. Um, and that also means, you know, kind of obviously learning a new skill, um, investing in my business, which I love doing, um, you know, doing all of that, investing in my physical health um, and whether that means getting um, a coach or a personal trainer or, um, you know, finding a yoga studio, um, doing more um, self-care um, activities, massages, etc. any of those. It's a, I look at that as investing. It's a huge investment because the return you get on that is amazing. You feel so good. So invest in myself is something I'm going to be doing more of this year. Um, and as the year gets on, 
we often just keep working, doing the daily grind, and before we know it, we are busy and burnt out. So I am going, and I've already started to do this, is booking my holidays and getaways ahead of time. So I've already got, you know, kind of in my mind um, what I want to do this year, what getaways I want to have, what all, you know, holidays, and book them in, get them booked in. So I am currently doing that. So it's definitely an act of self-care to make sure you're having those regular breaks. Um, And again, just managing my time and my energy. So going back to point three, being energy aware, that's a huge act of self-care and self-kindness. And then another one, which is huge for self-care is around sticking to boundaries. I know that sometimes I can let my boundaries slip and then at the same, then everything else seems to, to fall apart. So sticking to boundaries is really important um, and setting those boundaries, sticking to those boundaries, um, because that's also what makes you feel good as well. And you often put boundaries in place for a reason because you need it for your own self um, and for your own balance in your life as well. So for me, sticking to those boundaries um, is something that I'm doing to really prioritize my self-care and self-kindness this year. So there you have it. There are, they're my five healthy habits that I am bringing into 2023. So I encourage you to think of, you know, you don't have to have five. Um, you can have more if you like, or you can have less. Um, but just have a think about what are some of the things you can do to kick off this year and to just make sure that you are looking after your mind, body and energy this year because you are important. Your well-being matters and often we do forget to look after ourselves. So make sure that you are looking after yourself uh, and prioritizing your well-being. Um, and just to invite more kind of joy um, into your life. Uh, so this is the one of the best antidotes to managing stress, overwhelm, anxiety, is to bring more joy more love, um, more balance, more calm into your life. Um, So they're some of my ones that I'm sharing and hopefully this will inspire you to come up with your own um, wellbeing habits that you will bring um, into this year. And just a reminder before we finish up, they don't have to be labor intensive, right? A lot of mine are, are, are habits, but it's mindset and some of them are micro you know, kind of practices. Some of these are small. Um, they don't, you know, take up a lot of time. Um, but it's about being aware, about being present, um, and also prioritizing yourself and having that mindset that your self care matters. Thank you, everyone, for joining me in this podcast today. It has been fantastic having you here, and I hope that you're able to take away some level of awareness and education and practices that you can go and implement into your own life. So thank you everyone. And I will see you in the next podcast. Bye.